Metallica. Here they come, the kings of metal. Hey, what's up? It's Dan Canner, and you're listening to Metal Up Your Podcast. Welcome to Metal Up Your Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Wells. This is episode 136. I'm all by my lonesome here in HQ2. Ethan's still out in Europe wrapping up his much-deserved vacation. I've been home from Japan for about a week, but I've been diving back into touring and writing and working, and it's been nice. It's been nice to take a break. Of course, uh, this weekend's festivities over in San Francisco, SNM2, a couple of shows, some surprises, some left turns. We're going to be covering all of that in extreme detail. Starting next week, and this might even be a whole month of SM talk, uh, we're going to have our friend Chris Yurgis on to talk about night one, and our friend Chad Pollock, who won the SM2 ticket giveaway about night two. Of course, there were pre parties and there were cover and tribute bands playing. Uh, a lot of the Metal Up Your Podcast family got to meet for the first time. It was so cool. Um, well, first of all, so unbelievably painful that I couldn't be there uh, to hang out with the fam. Uh, I was in Virginia and North Carolina on Friday and Saturday, and it just I tried really hard. I really did. Um, it was going to look like either coming home on the bus and then booking a, a, a flight ASAP out to the West Coast or staying in Raleigh and try to get a plane there. And then it was looking like finding a hotel and being with my family on my birthday, which today is my birthday, by the way. Happy birthday to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, it's a long story, and it's boring, but the thing is I couldn't be there. What was so nice was getting so many cool messages from everybody, either through the socials or through text. Some of you have my actual personal information. And uh, seeing people wearing the shirts and uh, letting us know that we were missed and just seeing everyone um, having such a good time. Everyone seemed to be filled with so much joy, and a lot of it had to do with the shows itself. But really, a lot of it was just about the culture around the band, which I find enduringly beautiful and awesome and um you know there won't be any spoiler alerts today in terms of set list if you haven't seen it yet i've gotten some messages that some people are wanting to wait until they see uh the the show in theaters in october they're gonna want they don't want any spoilers so i can tell you that today there won't be any set list spoilers but definitely when we when we start to recap what happened and especially when we're talking to chris and chad they're definitely going to be spoilers so i don't know how 
you want to navigate that out there for whatever your priorities are. I, I get it if you need to get off the ride for a month or whatever. I'm just letting you know today is about celebrating the patrons and about giving uh, some of this stuff away. Now, I have a garage full of Metallica stuff. A lot of it donated from listeners of the show very generously. And a lot of it that we purchased with uh, our Patreon money to give back to the show. And, uh, you know, we never started the show or our Patreon to get rich. We started the Patreon to supplement the value of our time and to give us the opportunity to do stuff like this. So today's about celebrating patrons. We haven't given out gifts in a while. I think the last thing we gave away were the two tickets to SM. And before that, I think we gave away tickets to the Slain Castle gig. And we've done the box sets. I think we've given away two of the Justice box sets. We've given away the Puppets box set maybe twice, Kill 'em All vinyl, uh, the 590 ADPs, just all sorts of stuff. I've even lost track of it. The only thing I've kept track of is who's gotten shit, so we don't duplicate this stuff. Um, so it's going to be a fun episode. I'm not going to do any housekeeping or read any emails. Just wanted to say thanks to the patrons, let you guys know that we're excited about what's coming up, which, by the way, uh, we've got plans in the works to talk to some of the musicians from SNM2, some of the orchestral musicians, which should be fun. Um, we were a guy that made the documentary about the Bay Area thrash scene is, is on board. Chad, James guitar tech is still on board. Jim Brewer, uh, Lars's drum tech, all this stuff. We've got a drum episode playing with our friend Shane Obershaw, who's the drummer in the tribute band one, um, you know, all that stuff. So real quick, I did want to say thanks to a few people who made sure we were well represented at the SNM two gigs. That is Chris Yurgis, Edgar Baradas, um, Nicole Williams, uh, Anya Wedergren. Oh, God, don't let me leave these people out. Am I leaving people out? Tiffany was there representing us. Aaron Ginther, Sarah Sobeck, of course, the Saravan, Pete. Um, these are just some of the messages that we got. Gene Froman, I'm, I'm forgetting some. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, back to this episode. We're going to be giving away... So I figured that a fun way to do this is I'm going to give away... Five gifts, we'll take a break, and then I'll give away five more. They're not necessarily in order of how badass they are, but I'll be describing what they are as we get to them. And I thought another cool thing to do today, um, those of you who've been on the ride with me long enough know that I'm a bit of a workaholic, and I've already started making my contributions to cover Our World Black in Volume 4. Quickly, if you don't know what that is, we do these for the patrons. We make these uh, cover EPs, and... They're exclusively available to patrons until the next volume comes out. So that means that volume three right now is over at the Patreon. Volume three, we took a break from Metallica and stepped out and did some covers of some 90s bands that we loved. But volume four is right back on track with Metallica. And if you become a patron today, you get all this shit. You just immediately get all the EPs and the Lunar Satan stuff. So I'm going to play you... Uh, couple of my rough mixes of what's going to be happening on volume four please good god they are super rough they're mixes i'm doing in my studio i'm not a professional mixer um but they're in good enough shape to share i think they're really cool i'm going to play you two of those songs and i'm going to play you a, a lunar satan song at the end to wrap it up because lunar satan is happening limited vinyl uh in a couple of months so Fun stuff over at Metal Up Your Podcast Land. And we'll start now with my my version of Carpe Diem Baby, which Tom Quee will be very pleased to hear is quite different than uh, the original. So let's check that out, and then we'll give away some stuff to patrons. All right. <laughs> Hit dirt, 
All right, a little bit of Wilco, a little bit of Graham Parsons, just a little all-country sauce on a, uh, for me, a very beloved Metallica song. I've always loved Carpe Diem Baby since I was a kid. I love it today, despite what Tom Quee says over there in the grumpy corner. The man thinks that Reload is filler, and yet he likes singing her somehow. Can't believe it. Can't understand it. But we're not here to argue about that. We're here to celebrate patrons. Here's the deal. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash metal up your podcast. If you want to get on board, um, I do not uh, discriminate with these gifts. These go to any and all patrons. To get the EPs and stuff, it's the $5 level or higher. Uh, but there's a $1 level where you get the unnamed feeling, you get some Lunar Satan stuff, and you get to be eligible for this stuff. And also, when we have these guests coming up, like we just mentioned, the, the guests coming up, and then you know we've had Jay Weinberg from Slipknot. Actually, he's coming back on after they Slipknot tours with uh, Metallica in Australia and New Zealand. And then Michael Wagner and Alago, Ray Burt, and all this stuff. We let patrons ask them questions, too, which is super fun. Jim Florentine, comedians, all that stuff. Uh, so go over there, consider it. it. It's five bucks a month. I mean, think about all that you buy for five bucks a month. Uh, uh, Wendy's chicken sandwich, a couple of cups of coffee. I don't know. I don't know how you spend your money. But when I got aboard, I'm the patron of several podcasts, several content creators. And when I started to think about... Um, I'll, for example, the Brett Easton Ellis uh, podcast. For a long time, it was free. And then he switched networks, and he kind of turned it into this uh, thing where he had to monetize it. I, I don't know what was going on over there, but it was basically I got that show for free for like three years, and I loved it so much that I think he went to like a $2 per episode model, which I just thought, well, hell yeah, I've got two bucks to spend on that. Like the value, what I get out of these episodes is worth two bucks for me. It's just entertainment, and I learn a lot from Brett Easton Ellis's Podcast about book and movie recommendations as well as he's philosophically pretty interesting. Um, I help support Single Podcast Theory, which is a Pearl Jam podcast my friends the Brads do. And, uh, you know, I just had to think about, well, how am I, what do I, what am I able to give podcasts a month? You know, 25 bucks split amongst six or seven shows. And what am I spending for 25 bucks a month that I could do without? And it was pretty easy to find some bullshit, you know, that's whatever it was, you know. Um, maybe that's one less record a month I can buy when I'm on the road or whatever. That's just how you figure it out. I know you guys can figure that out too. And we appreciate any and all support if you're able to. If you're not, we totally get it too. And we love every listener out there that can't jump on the Patreon train. You can go leave a positive iTunes review for free, uh, and that helps. So let's get to this. So uh, the first two gifts are the same. Um, two of them were donated. So I'm giving away two things in the 10 and 9 slot. It's an f- awesome 8x10 of James in what looks like the towards the end of Black Album coming up on the load look. So I'm going to guess this is a 94 uh, The Shit Hits the Sheds Tour, James Hetfield. Looking badass in action, wearing all black with that goat skull necklace. He's got the big chops. And it's just a cool 8x10 that you could put in a frame, and it's awesome. Uh, I bought this on the road somewhere. I cannot remember where. But I'm pairing that with an uh, all-within-my-hands day of service t-shirt. And I believe these are large. Uh, If you can wear it, awesome. If you can't, give it to your kid or give it to your buddy or do whatever you want with it. I can't, you know, predict um, what's going to work for you all. I can't predict if you already have some of this stuff. So needless to say, let's not get into that. Just (laughs) pay pay the gift forward if you don't want it or can't use it. Um, But this is just a token of love and respect from us here at Metal Up Your Podcast. By the way... If you do win these prizes, send us an email, metalupyourpodcastshow at gmail.com, and just put in the subject Patreon giveaway or something to let me know that you're the person that won this thing. So again, 8x10 of Mr. Jimmy James Sr. Het Sr. Jr. Het, 
and the All Within My Hands t-shirt, which is the lovely, uh, you know, it's white with the blue hand and the key going into the hand. And It was the exclusive day of service shirt you get if you were able to show up at one of those food banks. And if you couldn't, this is a pretty cool shirt to have. You cannot buy this shirt, you know, which is what made it such a cool gift. And I do believe uh, James Haas donated at least one of these shirts. So, drum roll please, and the winner of number 10 and number 9. Let's just go ahead and get both of these people. Now I'm going to I'm going to insert drum rolls here where I'm digging through the thing. So let's hear that drum roll and we'll get to our winners here. Okay, and the winners of these two things are Jan Peplo and Chad Hogg. All right, give up. You guys are the winners of these things. You can frame this thing and put it by your desk and gaze lovingly into the sort of angry looking eyes of James Hetfield forever uh it does seem to me to be a sort of a 94 95 look because yeah I can, I can just tell i've been doing this long enough where unfortunately i can tell by the minute detail of james's goddamn beard what year it is so there you go there's that congratulations moving on at the number eight slot um we have a metallica it's like a tour book. I also found this on the road in my travels. It's a tour book from the Black Album, and it comes with a badass poster. It's just a super fun uh, book. Here, I'll I'll, uh, I'll look through it right now while I'm talking to you. So it says Metallica Live. Mark Puderford includes full-color poster. It says a full-color photo book of thrash metal heroes Metallica shot live on stage and in concert throughout the world. Dozens of pictures and a special pull-out poster of James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, Kirk Hammett, and Jason Newstead in ear-splitting action. Wow. Also features a 5,000-word essay on Metallica Live by top UK HM writer Mark Putterford, co-author of Metallica, a visual documentary. The best-selling biography on the band, plus a little discography, yes. Metallica Live, a must for Metallica fans. So I'm looking through this, and it's on. it's super fun. It's fucking awesome. Okay, and we will now give this away. Two, drum roll, please, sire, please. This goes to Joe B. Okay, Johanna. <laughs> Joe B, she's going to stare lovingly at this thing at nighttime. She's going to fall asleep looking through it. She's going to wake up. I remember reading that Bukowski used to, when he traveled the world before he was really a poet, he would rent, he would check out all these books from the library, like heavy hardbacks, like Henry Miller and Ezra Pound and stuff. And he would wake himself up by the sound of the book thudding on the hardwood in whatever dilapidated hotel he was in. Isn't that a charming story about a poet? Oh, he read a lot. Anyway, Joe's going to do that, except it's not going to make a loud enough sound to wake her up. It's just going to sort of, like a feather, fly across the floor. And in the morning, she'll be like, oh, I fell asleep reading that. That's exactly how that's going to play out. Okay, next. Moving right along here, folks. This is going to be a short episode, I think. Uh, in the same magazine vein, now I found this in Nashville at The Great Escape on uh, Labor Day last week. They did a 25% off everything in the store sale. So me and my homie Kevin went, and uh, it was really fun. They have, like, not only records, but comic books, novelty toys. Uh, they have receivers and record players, just cassettes. And then below a lot of like the CD section, they just have these huge boxes just filled with back issue magazines. And I looked and looked and looked, and this was the only Metallica thing I could find, but this is a So What magazine. 
this is the volume 16, number one, 2009. And this is all about, it's a big feature on uh, the Guitar Hero game. It's really cool. It's like how it came to be, whose idea was it, how they made it. Um, of course, you get letters from stuff. I mean, this, these So What magazines are just filled with fun Metallica stuff. It's amazing that they've been making this and making it so well for so long. I mean, it's way more than just the the making of that game. Uh, here's a whole article. After 22 years as Metallica's monitor man, Paul Owen is retiring from the road. Stefan Shirazi shares an appreciation for one of Metallica's true generals. So there's a whole expose on their monitor engineer. Um, there's words from the whole band about this guy. You know, they got words from them. Uh, this There's an article called Inside Hero. We wanted someone to ask the all-gamer questions that, frankly, we wouldn't know about. Enter Paul Simmel, gaming writer and expert, who spent a day at the never-never land of Neversoft Guitar Hero Metallica's creators. So you got some game nerd who knows what questions to ask. Full-on interview. Super detailed. You got interview an interview with Lars about the game. You know how fun those are. Um, I don't want to bore you guys, but these So What magazines are so dope. I was so glad to find this because I knew it would make a great gift for the patrons. And uh, we're going to do that now. And I'm going to need, uh, please, please, as me much to prepare and ask for the drum roll, please. The winner of this is Jennifer Robinson. All right, Jennifer. <laughs> Representing the ladies, the Metal Upry Podcast ladies. Okay, cool, cool. Moving right along before we hear another tune. Uh, let's see here. Number six. I found this also on the road, and guess what? I also don't remember where. Some of my bandmates are really good at like, hey, you guys remember when we played at the um, whatever theater in Dallas two years ago? And I just have, I do not know what they're talking about. And it'll take, I don't know, 10 minutes and be like, it, it, they have to remind me like what happened before and after the show. Oh, we went to, you know, that was the day that we took a tour of the brewery and you, you know, the, you said the funny thing about the guy. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I can't remember where I got this, but I do remember that it was in a weird, like, antique shop where I also bought the Binge and Purge box set, but it's missing the CDs. So I'm trying to hunt down the CDs before I give the box set away, but it's in that, like, truncated row case. But I found two of one in there... A bunch of weird stuff. We go to a bunch of weird shops. The weirder, the better. Now, what I also want to uh, pair with this two-of-one VHS, which is the one video and then the extended thing, is uh, my friend Sarah Sobek sent me, maybe two years ago, um, a Cliff Burton patch. It's perfect for a battle vest. So I she kind of I didn't even know these existed, so I got some to give away. It says, A Memory of Cliff Burton, 62 to 86, and it's just a cool rectangular patch, perfect for a battle vest or wherever you want to put it. Maybe you want to put it on your jeans. I don't know. But we're going to give that away once we summon the drum roll. And the winner of two of one VHS and the Cliff Burton Battle Vest patch is Colby Landis. Come on down, Colby. All right. Well, that was fun. Five things given away. And believe me when I tell you, Faithful Metal Podcast family, there's plenty more in the old garage to give away. These were just the 10th, literally kind of just the first 10 things I grabbed. So let's take a break from giving away some stuff and listen to another 
forthcoming cover from Cover Our World Black in Volume 4. A little somber piece called Turn the Page. Again, not mixed, and it's a rough version. I just wanted to be able to give you guys a taste of what we're cooking up over here at Metal Up Your Podcast Land. So let's take a break and enjoy Turn the Page. I'll see you in a minute. On a long and lonesome highway East of Omaha You can listen to the engine Moaning out its one-note song You can think about the woman The girl you knew the night before But your thoughts will soon be wandering The way they always do When you're riding 16 hours There's nothing much to do You don't feel much like riding You just wish the trip was through You say here I am On the road again There I am Up on the stage There I go Playing the star again There I go Just want to explore And most times you can't hear them talk Other times you can't Are the same old cliches Is it a woman or a man? And you always feel outnumbered You don't dare make your stand Ringing in your head 
smoke the day's last cigarette Remembering what she said Here I am Mark Abbott's work cooking up a string arrangement for that too. That's going to be super fun. Really cool, creepy song. Hard to do it justice, but I sh- I tried. And also, that was um, a request by patrons. So I think for volume four, we asked patrons what they wanted to hear Ethan and I cover, and that was I think a multiple request from people. So there you go. Moving along to the gifts. Number five, we have a DVD digital video disc. Of Metallica, Live in Mexico City, 2009, World Magnetic Tour. I'm not going to try to say it. Uh, tres noches. Um, of course, over three nights. The cool thing about Metallica is when they go do these gigs, like Nimes, they did in France and these Mexico City, is they use local crew. They use, of course, they have their crew, but they use local crew to make the, make the film, camera crew uh, to help st- with the stage setup, photography. I know that in Nimes, they used a, a French director. I don't know if they did that for Mexico City, but it's a great show. I'm sure you've all seen it. Um, a great set list, too. Check this out. Ecstasy of Gold, Creeping Death, Bells, Lightning, Disposable Heroes, One, Broken, Beaten, Scarred, Memory, Sad, Unforgiven, All Nightmare Long, Day That Never Comes, Puppets, Fight Fire with Fire, Nothing Else Matters, Inner Sandman, The Weight, which is a treat, Hit the Lights, and Seek and Destroy. A wonderful DVD. This is sealed. I snatched these up from uh, the official Metallica uh, like merch store. I think they were blowing them out. Um, they were selling them for like eight bucks or something. So I bought like ten for moments like this. And we'll now give them away with the ushering in of the drum roll, please. And the winner of the DVD is Blair Toms. Congratulations, Blair. I don't know if Blair is a man or a woman. I believe the name uh, is androgynous, but there was a woman in my sixth grade, first day of sixth grade, new school, middle school, super scary. Some of my neighborhood friends had to go to a different school uh, for different reasons, or some of my friends moved, so it was like meeting a lot of new people, growing up, getting older, all that stuff. And I remember there was a girl named Blair Thompson who sat next to me, and she was I don't know how y'all's school did things, but my last name is Wells, which means I sat at the back of every room ever because they just always thought that the best way to do that was alphabetically. No one ever had a creative, different way of doing it. All the goddamn last name A's sat right up front, and all the W's and T's, where Blair sat also, relegated to the back. 
And I didn't know that I needed glasses until I was like 18 years old. So I couldn't see the, I couldn't see the board my whole life. Think about that. How did I even get through that? Jesus, it's a fucking miracle. Anyway, Blair Thompson, a beautiful lady who knows what she's doing now. Um, we never like became friends in high school. We went through all of school together, but I met her in sixth grade. She was nice, but we never really, our paths didn't cross very much. But her name was Blair. So when I hear Blair Toms, it makes me think of Blair Thompson, who I'm sure is living a happy life somewhere, probably still in Alabama. Well, there you go. DVD's yours. Again, if you win any of this stuff, email us, show at gmail.com. And say, I won the thing. I'm Blair Toms, like that chick you sat next to. And uh, you got to send me your address or appeal, but wherever you're comfortable with me sending this, and I'll get it out in the mail, hopefully tomorrow. All right, that was fun. Next up. Now, this is a fun one. This was donated to us a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so this is kind of a fresh gift. I believe it was Stan Pearl who sent us. Now, these are three sealed casingles. Black Album Casingles, Wherever I May Roam, Nothing Else Matters, and Sabbath True. Sabbath True, of course, having the parental advisory because the B-side is so what? Um, it looks like a live version of Inner Sandman on the Nothing Else Matters and Fade to Black on the Rome. I mean, these are so cool. Like, I don't know if you're the kind of person that wants to open them and uh, play them. Or, if you know, I mean, I don't know. I kind of would probably just keep them in the packaging. And then he also sent a cool uh, Hardwired to Self-Destruct sticker. So, you know, I kind of like, I'm sure it wasn't planned this way, and I may be reading too much into it, but that's what I do here sometimes. It is kind of an interesting book ending of their two most similar albums. You know, I think we've said it a lot on the show that Hardwired seems to be representing a similar peak. Obviously, not. you can't recreate what happened with the Black Album. The Perfect Storm of justice leading up with the one video and just crashing into MTV, a song like Inner Sandman. Uh, you just can't recreate that. But I do think we are experiencing with the last three years of the hardwired cycle as close to that as we've gotten since then. So it's cool. You get these three singles and you get the uh, hardwired sticker. Really cool. Um, sorry, I'm a little distracted because very sweetly birthday texts are coming in. It's very, very nice. Um, Okay, here we go. Number four, the three Black Album singles and the Hardwire sticker go-to drumroll, please. Dylan McIntyre. All right, Dylan. Congratulations on winning this very cool thing, and thanks once again to Stan Pearl for bringing it well to my attention by sending it to me in the mail. Number three, we have a Funko Pop Doris. These are super fun. You know, you guys remember the Funko Pop. They're the little, they're not bobbleheads, but they're like, well, maybe they are bobble. I don't know. I've got, I'm looking at three in my studio right now. I've got Doris. I've got Freddy Krueger, which by the way, Sarah Sobek sent to me. And I've got uh, Hakeem up here. Uh, Hakeem's actually the McFarlane Metallica, like Black Album era action figures where they're all like playing their guitars and their hair's all crazy. I have that up here, which I do think was also donated by Tiffany. And I've just put Hakeem with like his mop. You know, he's got the McDowell's uniform. He's just sitting right in there with him, rocking, holding court. So anyway, uh, we bought, we snatched up a bunch of these Dorises because I didn't know uh, I didn't know if they were going to sell out or not. We also have a bunch of Hakeems. I believe it was Joey Ursic who uh, messaged us once and said, "There's a there's a blowout on these Hakeem Funko Pops. They're like two bucks." And it's so funny because like I was on the road, I think like walking to the stage or something, and I just fired off immediately. Get as many as they have. 
<laughs> we'll, pay, we'll pay for the shipping. We'll pay for them. I think he got us like 10 of them. So anyway, we're going to give away this Funko Pop uh, Doris, which is super fun. It's like the statue, but it's, uh, well, it's a Funko Pop. What can I say? We're going to drum roll, please, for this next giveaway. And the winner is Nicole Williams. You probably know her on the forums and on the socials as Turtle Girl. And uh, she's definitely one of the people who uh, made the pilgrimage out to the Bay Area this past weekend to see the historic SNM2 gigs. And I think she was able to meet a lot of people. I got to meet her at our last party. Uh, she came to our two-year anniversary party. And uh, she's just a, a, a sweet person, a friend of the show. And she's now the proud owner of a Doris Funko Pop doll. Up next, we have the Starbucks Metallica gift card. I could have been more prepared, I guess. Fuck you guys. It's my birthday. Now, I wasn't really sure. What, someone donated this, by the way. It's got 25 bucks on it. But I'm pretty sure you can recharge it. Now, I don't think this is a gift card you can use for anything but Starbucks. So I hope that whoever wins this likes coffee. Or Actually, Starbucks has a bunch of shit. They got juice and San Pellegrino and horrible <clears throat> bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits that they pretend are nice and these weird sandwiches they heat up for it. There's all sorts of stuff at Starbucks. You can even buy, like, I don't know, James Taylor CDs there or something. But nevertheless, um, it's pretty cool. It's uh, It says, this card celebrates Starbucks and Spotify's donation to Metallica's charity, All Within My Hands, which is committed to supporting veterans, service organizations, and other charities dedicated to enriching people's lives, which is really nice. Now, you can load this up at the register. So it's cool. It's like a, it's a Starbucks card, but it's got Metallica. It's like a cool Metallica card. So impress your local Starbucks barista with your Metallica fandom each time you buy a mocha chai latte bullshit thing. I'll read the back. Enjoy the gift of Starbucks with this limited edition Metallica Starbucks card. Uh, in the spirit of the season, Starbucks and Spotify are donating a total of a million dollars to support the charities of three iconic artists including Metallica's All Within My Hands Foundation. One is the Born This Way Foundation, I know, which is Gaga's thing. One's called Social Works. I don't know who that's attached to. And then the other one being, of course, All Within My Hands. So uh, I'll send this in the mail to a very lucky winner. Lucky winner. Let's get that drum roll. We'll figure out who it is. And the winner of the Starbucks Sporgify card you can charge on your thing when you buy stuff at the place is Ralph. Chavetto. Congrats, Ralph. One of the fun things about the Patreon is just seeing all these familiar names and, and uh, people that we interact with all the time and have even met in person several times. Well, that was fun. Okay, we're coming up on our last gift. And again, it's not a big daddy thing. It's not a 7,000. It's not a, you know, the key to Lars's house where you can live in his basement and stalk him. You guys got to check out a movie. It's a foreign film called Sleep Tight. And it's about this chick I think she's like a model or an actress. Maybe she's a celebrity or something. But the the doorman at her building, she lives in some posh building, and the doorman every night goes into her apartment and drugs her and then sleeps under her bed. Ooh. <laughs> it's called Sleep Tight. <clears throat> anyway, I don't have the keys to Lars's house, so you can do that to him. This last thing is a hardwired to self-destruct poster. If you follow us on the socials, which why aren't you, by the way? Twitter, Instagram, Ethan's over on Facebook. I don't do Facebook because I think it sucks, but Ethan's over there. Uh, I posted pictures of all these gifts today on our Instagram and on our Twitter. 
So you can see the poster. It's an awesome, badass. It's like the hardwired face that's all mashed up. It's all their faces, and it's red, and it's scary. And this was donated by Gene Froman, I believe, to give away at our two-year anniversary party. But Chris Yer just had a bunch of stuff, and Sarah brought some stuff. We just had a, we had plenty of stuff to give away. So a lot of the um, local Met chapters donated things too, uh, the Tennessee chapters, and I think Edgar brought some stuff. So anyway, everyone's so sweet about all that, but we had this poster left over for some lucky winner today, and I'm going to announce that winner now once I hear the goddamn drum roll, drummer. And the winner is the Hardwired Self-Destruct poster, Andrew Dawson. Yay, Andrew, you did it, bro. And it's as simple as that. Our, our giveaway episode is coming to an end. My Several of my friends are taking me to lunch today where we plan to eat good food and day drink. And then my beautiful family are taking me out to an Italian place tonight. My favorite uh, meal, for those of you who don't know, is spaghetti. I can eat spaghetti every day for the rest of my life and not only maintain my stylish, thin figure, uh, but I'd be perfectly happy without the variety. So my family's taking me to a nice Italian place in town. I'm really looking forward to it. I love being with my family so much. I know you family people out there will understand. And then Thursday, some other of my friends are taking me out to breakfast before my right. So, uh, and I know several of you have already been kind of blowing up my phone on the uh, Instagram saying happy birthday. I really appreciate it. It's been fun sharing my life with you guys out there and uh, listening to Metallica with you and, and <laughs> ruminating endlessly on the merits or demerits of Load and Reload and Lulu and St. Anger and et cetera. We've got a lot to come, man. A lot a lot more Metal Up Your Podcast. I know Ethan and I really enjoyed our vacations. Holy shit, by the way, Japan was awesome. And I wanted to maybe later uh, do a recap or, yeah, like do a, a, a bonus episode or a radio episode where I explain. Because I wrote down, here was part of the gift to my wife. Because um, it, it was to celebrate her graduating grad school was whatever you want to do, we'll do it. Because her idea of vacation is to get up early and do 8 million things a day, whereas my idea of vacation is to sleep all day in an air-conditioned, heavily Wi-Fi'd situation, watch my favorite movies, eat a bunch of bullshit, and uh, not really do anything. And believe me, dear listener, I will go all the way to Tokyo just to do that. <laughs> I, I don't do staycations. Because if I'm here in my studio or if I'm in a hotel, and I can't imagine going to a hotel in Nashville. That would feel so weird. But if I'm home, I'm working. I can't not work. I'd never turn the TV on until it's night and the family's asleep. So anyway, part of the gift was whatever she wants to do, we'll do. And believe me, she had us loaded up. Oh, my God. We did everything you can do. We were in Tokyo for four nights. We went to Nara, Hiroshima. We went to Kyoto for three or four nights. We went to Osaka. Bullet trains, bamboo forests. Um, you know, we did all these great digital museums. We went to a crazy rest robot restaurant. We ate amazing, amazing Japanese food. We met some cool people. Uh, bought some records. Uh, I mean, you know, the recap would take longer than I have right now. But anyway, we're back from our vacations, and uh, I feel rested and, and ready to talk about Metallica with you guys. So I'm going to leave you with our Lunar Satan Jam. Now, I sent this out on our mailing list. Uh, if you're not on our mailing list, go to metalupyourpodcast.com. Throw your email in there. Every couple of months, if something's going on, I'll send uh, just a quick, uh, hey, guys, what, I'll share. I shared, Last time I shared cover over Black and Volume 3, the track list, the artwork, which, by the way, 
Shout out to Tim Brown for the amazing artwork on Volume 3. Shout out to Nick McCoviak for the amazing artwork on Volumes 1 and 2. Uh, I pointed you guys towards maybe some touring Ethan's doing, some touring I'm doing. We were on, we did some TV with the band I play on. Links to Good Morning America, uh, the Way Your Crap jingle I gave. But I also gave away this last Lunar Satan track, which was mixed by Paul Moak. Uh, drums by Brian King, bass by Chris Kakamisi. Kakamisi, I can't ever say his name. Sorry, Chris. And those dudes are going to finish up the rest of the EP, too, and we're putting it out on vinyl in October. It'd be cool to, to do it on October 30th. Um, release i've got a photographer a graphic designer friend of mine in town that's helping me with my insane idea of a photo shoot for the record and uh it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, this is my favorite song that i've written for the project it's called the charioting and voices i hope you enjoy it thanks for sticking with us we'll see you next week on the flip-flop where we talk all things snm2 bye my babies <laughs>
Say, then I would say, delete that. <laughs>